Ghana Talks Radio presents Koforidia Pool Party. Yes, it's the Easter Monday takeover. Artists on the bill, Kontakra, Yafono, Kwame Yogurt, Another Level, Danger Boy, Katkis, Mr. G, Kwekumiki, Edges Blay, Johnny K, and so many more. DJs on the bill, DJ Chum and DJ Kobe Rich. It is happening at the Bedtime Hotel Koforidia near Koforidia Poly University. It is on the 18th of April 2022. Pole party, games and music performances starting from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And from 6 p.m. to late, there will be after party. There is going to be free drinks, giveaway, raffle draw, photography and food grill. Rate is 30 cities, but you can buy two for 50 cities. It is allowed. Get your tickets at ghanatalksradio.com via Momo or credit cards. Or you can also get more information by contacting us on 020-254-4614. Sponsors, GTR Sounds, BB Bread, and Thames Metal Wax. Ghana Talks Radio Pool Party. Come and let's party. GTR News. GTR News. We bring you local news, business news, international, sports, and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. As the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio, and I welcome you to it. My name is Sandra Asante. Top stories. Speaker refers to three MPs to a privileged committee, minority hints of challenging decision. JES has revealed about 505,000 JHS graduates have been placed in various second cycle schools. On the international front, Western leaders to impose further sanctions on Russia. There's some more stories after the break. Ayeko Faridiapu Party! Easter Monday, take over. Ghana Talks Radio, Anadiko Faridia, Pool Party, the Easter Monday takeover edition. Brian, a bustle. Our bedtime hotel on the 18th of April, 2022. Artists on the bed, Huntakra. Yapono, Tommy Yoga, Another Level, Danger Boy, Katke, Mr. G, Kwaku Miki, Edges Blade, Anna Johnny K, MC Kim Kwaku Benson, DJs on the Bill, DJ Chan, Anna DJ, Bobby Rich, After Party No, Basso, Right at Casa Bar and Grill, Opposite the Bedtime Hotel, Rate, 30 cool Ghana cities, Nelson, Umetimi at a ticket for two at 50 Ghana cities, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Activity it is a record pool party, and I say a dance competition, giveaways, raffle draw, and a photography. We'll be tickets and answer reservations are fresh 0202-544-614. Tickets are available. Our Bright FM, Eastern FM, Freedom FM, Sunrise FM, Front Dex, and the Bedtime Hotel. We'll be Tickets.ghanatalksradio.com. We'll be to be the mumble and answer credit card at all. Sponsors BP Superfine Bakery, Tom's Metal Corporation, and a GTL Sound. Easter Monday way the whole Ghana air party our Koforidia pool party the Easter Monday takeover you're most welcome back from the break to our first story. The Speaker of Parliament, Alden Bagbin, has referred three members of the House to the Privileges Committee for absenting themselves for more than 15 days without permission in violation of Article 971C of the 1992 Constitution. They are Asin Central Member Kennedy Ejupon, Sarah Adrasapo for Jome Kwabenya, and Ayawaso Central Member Henry Kwate. According to the Speaker of Parliament, the table office has established that the trio or members of the new patriotic party for majority caucus has absented themselves for more than 15 sittings of the house during this meeting which commenced on january 25th 2022 speaker back ben honorable members have so far absented themselves in this meeting for more than 15 sitting days without permission as recorded in the votes and proceedings. And I'll proceed to mention the names of the three members. The first is Honorable Sarah Adjua Safo. The 
The second is Honorable Henry Corti. And the third is Honorable Kennedy Ohine Ajapun. Consequently, as is my understanding of the provisions of Article 971C and Order 161 of the Standing Orders of Parliament, and the decision of the Court of Appeal in the case of Professor Stephen Kweku Asare and the Attorney General and three others, I hereby refer Duty our news. Duty our news. to the Committee of Privileges for consideration and report to the House. Since today is the last sitting day of the meeting, I refer it to the committee and I expect that the committee will submit its report two weeks after the House. The referral, however, did not go without resistance from some members of the majority disagreeing and minority chief whip and MP for Asasawase, Muntaka Mubarak, indicating that he would come with a substantive motion to challenge same. I heard you, you said, you yourself alluded to the fact that members of parliament could raise matter that would refer to privileges and civil society could equally do same. Mr. Speaker, with the greatest of respect to your office, I disagree with you vehemently when you, Mr. Speaker, want to do that yourself. Because it has to be a member of parliament who has to do that according to our, our rules. And Mr. Speaker, read the standing order again. Mr. Speaker, we'll be careful to listen. Read the standing order again. Mr. Speaker, it will be good to listen to me. When I'm done, you have the privilege to make I want to come. 
position to refer our colleagues to the privileges. To our next report, let's call speculations have been rift concerning the reasons why the Dome Kobenya Member of Parliament, Adra Safo, has been absent from Parliament for an extended period of time. The minority chief whip says her chief reasons has got to do with her children. Speaking in an interview, Montaka Mulberak revealed that Adra Safo's children are at risk of being separated for their mother by the American Social Welfare Department. This explanation, he said, was contained in a letter she wrote to the speaker, Alban been seeking a leave of absence after her party leadership in parliament has refused to recommend her leave of absence to the speaker according to him even though he understands the need for truant members of parliament to be sent to the privileges committee he believes the case of adrasafwa is one of an unfair treatment he intends to challenge speaker's motion to refer adrasafwa and the two other mps to the privileges committee so moto according to the minority ship the speaker did not go through the due process. That there's uh, a lot of unfair treatment to the lady. Why do you say that? I'm reliably informed that she wrote leave of absence and her leadership refused to recommend it to speaker. Okay, Chairman Sabonso told me that she applied for an additional 20 days that the speaker rejected. Listen, she wrote a leave of absence and then she, she traveled, citing her children and challenges. And the leadership, because they needed her at all costs, refused to recommend. So she noticed along the line that she's constantly being absent. So now she wrote a letter with another leave of absence, directed to Mr. Speaker, to remind her, Mr. Speaker, I'm supposed to seek permission from you. But the rules of this house is such that, like himself stated today, I have to pass it through my leadership. I have noticed that my leadership have consistently refused to recommend my leave of absence. So I'm writing directly to you. So she bypassed her, her leadership? Yeah, because she has done one with her leadership, and the leadership have refused uh -huh. to recommend. Now she writes this, and stating this in the letter to Mr. Speaker. Mr. Speaker, having gotten this, I cannot judge the thinking of Mr. Speaker, militated it back to her leadership. The same leaders that have refused to recommend her leave of absence, Speaker refers this matter to, to her leadership. And what the majority leader simply said was that, I'm not aware. And based on that, Speaker refuses to grant her leave of absence. The reason I'm saying unfair to both is that, you see, if I make a claim and you don't use your good office to investigate that, but you refer my application back to the same group of people that have refused to grant my leave of absence, if I were Mr. Speaker, to be fair, I would have then admitted that majority leader, so majority group. Can you recommend, based on this uh, complaint, to me for the leave of absence to be granted? Because remember, she has filled another leave of absence. Complaining about the conduct? What the, the leadership did. Uh -huh. So to treat her fairly, you, Mr. Speaker, having gotten this background, you will have recommended to the leadership to recommend for her leave of absence in order not to keep them on the blind. Still local stories, an 11-year-old girl has died after a fire guarded a house at Meduma in the Kwari East Municipality of the Ashanti region. On Tuesday, properties running into thousands of cities were destroyed in the incident, which happened about 1.30 p.m. Fire officers, after bringing the situation under control, handed over the body of a girl to the police, which has been deposited at the morgue. Ashanti Regional Public Relations Officer of the Ghana National Fire Service, D.O. Three Peter Adai, who narrated the incident, says investigations have commenced to ascertain the cause of the fire. 
The Ghana Education Service, GESS, it has replaced about 505,000 junior high school JHS leavers into various second cycle institutions since the computerized school placement and self-placement exercises began. This figure represents approximately 88.6% of about 570,000 students who are expected to be placed this year after their successful completion of the Basic Education Certificate Examination, that is the BEC in an interview on Tuesday, the Director General of the GES said that the process has run smoothly so far. Professor Akwasi Opoko Amankwa, however, stated that more is being done to correct the anomalies that have been reported to the service. Many of them say to the National Resolution Center are the not hall on Tuesday to get their concerns resolved. However, many who had placed their complaint as far as the week goes, are yet to receive any response. But Professor Opoku Amankwa says the service is putting more interventions in place to promptly address all such challenges. So far, it's been good. Overall, there were about 570,000 students that were to be placed. And as we speak now, about 505,000 of them have been placed. But the those who have enrolled, I think it's something about half of that number because the enrollment has actually started uh, with the school reopening. So as we go along, but we don't expect that it will, we, do, we wouldn't have issues. We expect that we will continue to have issues. And it is just because um, we, we, we don't have enough space in each school that people, especially the schools that people subscribe a lot we don't have enough space to take all the uh, the people who subscribe and duly qualify so if you take a school like let's say Achimota, you know whilst we can take maybe a thousand two or thereabout you may get about six thousand people who subscribe to Achimota. maybe two thousand of them duly qualified to go in there so as far as you have that issue every year people will say i didn't get my school and i've been put here i've been put there that is why we continue to make a few changes here and there, do reviews. Ghanaians say we should do reviews. We do the reviews every day and every time. Every year when we finish our placement, we do the reviews. So every year we, we improve on it. This year, for example, we gave the students the opportunity to choose six schools. Last year, it was uh, five schools. The year before, it was four schools. Some years... It was three schools. You know, it's all a way of getting as many students as possible to go to, to, into the, the schools of their choices. Because people choose, go to schools based on choices, you always have situations where people will come and complain or lament and then feel frustrated because they didn't get their choice. At the end of the, 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 the placement system, we we'll have to review and see how well it helped us to solve the issue of uh, increasing the number of placement and things like that. If it did, then we will continue. If it didn't, we look at why it didn't work for us and then what we can do. Still on the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio, we focus on business. Now, the Association of E-Commerce Ghana has begun a move to get all online service providers and businesses certified with appropriate trust marks. These marks are expected to indicate whether a particular online site is credible to transact business or otherwise. Speaking at the Media Africa Technovade Awards in Accra, Executive Director at the Association of E-Commerce, Paul Asano, disclosed that the move is to help clean the online business space from scammers who take advantage of the system to dupe online shoppers. This follows the multiple report of online fraudsters and scammers using the various platforms to dupe innocent clients through some advertising means. Paul Asino believes that this initiative will be in collaboration with relevant regulators and some stakeholders in the digital space. The chief executive officer, CEO of the Microfinance and Small Loan Center, Maslog Hajia Abibata Shani Mohammed Zakaria, has refuted claims that facility under the scheme are provided based on political parties' affiliations. She insists applicants are considered solely based on merit. Maslog providers are micro and small loans for startup and small businesses with fast, easy, and accessible microcredit and small loans to grow and expand their businesses as well as to enhance 
enhanced job and wealth creation. However, there are allegations that authorities circumvent the processes of cronies to the detriment of those in real need, a situation that was a non-payment of the loans. Hatia Abi Batashani Muhammad Zakaria speaking to the media debunked these assertions explaining that acquiring Maslock loan is transparent. At Maslock, as you rightly mentioned, is microfinance and small loan center, and we are under the office of the president. It was established in the year 2006 by then President J. Kufo. You know, during that time, the, the issue on poverty reduction was very high to the extent that within uh, President Kufo's first term, we went hippic. So Maslock was set up to create jobs world creation and then for the people you know in ghana about 70 percent of the people are in the informal sector and ordinarily they find it very difficult accessing our traditional banks so maslock was a way to assist those people to also grow their businesses and to empower their lives but some of the things can be regulated the savings and loans companies going around, some of them, as you rightly, maybe you can recollect that uh, some few years back, it was realized that some of them were not even properly registered. But with government, government takes care of the citizens, and those people are in the private sector. So it's important for government to find something for their citizens. And for that matter, Maslow can serve the people better than those ones always been the misconception and now it's proven because people, people, people always say that from the party in government mm -hmm. that uh, we give um, facilities to but i think that maslock was set up for Ghanaians, and once you are a Ghanaian citizen from 18 years to 65 years with a sound mind you qualify to access when people come here to apply for loans, we don't really ask for party ID cards. But what we ask for That's is official. a national ID card. Officially, yeah. you don't, but unofficially, you do. Okay. Let's talk about <laughs> the of roles. We have muscle. Yeah. We have uh -huh. the youth enterprise agents. Yeah. On international front, an 83-year-old American nun has been kidnapped in Burkina Faso. The Bishop of the Northern Kaya Diocese said armed men took her from the nunnery where they vandalized rooms and sabotaged a vehicle. The nun's sister, Suleen Tyson, has served in the parish since October 2014. A search operation is underway in the area bothering the Syrian province where attacks on civilians have increased and where armed groups are active. Several Westerners have been adapted by Islamist militants in the northern Burkina Faso and other parts of the Sahel in recent years. Fresh fighting broke out on Wednesday in Eastern Democratic Republic of Congo's days after rebels has declared a unilateral ceasefire to make way for talks with the government. In the last few days, about 6,000 refugees who had returned home in DR Congo have fled back to neighboring Uganda. Sources says government forces are fighting to retake villages in the Rashuru area in the North Kivu province that are currently occupied by 23 rebels. A resident of the border town, Bunagana, told the BBC that they could hear heavy weapons in distance. Regional leaders were expected to meet this week over negotiations between government and rebels. Lawmakers in Oklahoma have passed a bill that will impose a near-total ban on abortions in the state. The bill will be criminalized performing an abortion in almost all cases, except where it could save the life of a pregnant woman in a medical emergency. Professionals, medical professionals convicted under the laws face fines up to $100,000, that is 76,505 euros and 10 years in prison. It comes as the U.S. Supreme Court waives a case that could overturn abortion rights across U.S. last year. Oklahoma's House of Representatives, in which Republicans hold a supermajority, voted to send the bill to the governor's office by 70 votes to 14. The state's governor, Kevin Staines, will be presented with the bill for his approval. The Republican has already committed to signing into law any legislation that restricts abortion rights. 
Western leaders are set to announce a further set of sanctions against Russia on Wednesday, the U.S. has said. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said the measures will target Russian financial and state-owned bodies, as well as some officials and oligarchs. Ms. Parksy said the move will hold accountable the Russian kleptocracy that funds and supports Putin's war. Calls for further sanctions have grown in recent days amid allegations of Russian atrocities in Bucha. The town's mayor told the news on Tuesday night that Russian forces had killed around 320 civilians during the occupation of the town, while the discovery of mass graves have caused outage in western capitals. To some entertainment story, Ed Sheeran has won a high court copyright battle over his 2017 hit Shape of You. A dad ruled on Wednesday that a singer-songwriter is not plagiarized the 2015 song All Why by Sami Chokri. Chokri, a grim artist who performed under the name of Sami Sueto's claim, All I Hook in Ed Sheeran's track was stringingly similar to an All Why refrain in his own track. After the ruling, Sharon said, such baseless claims are way too common. In a video on social media, he said that it's a now caught where a claim is made with the idea that the settlement will be cheaper than taking it to court, even there is no basis for the claim. He added that it's really damaging to the songwriting industry. There is only so many notes and very few courts used in pop music. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Afternoon News on Ghana Talks Radio. This is where I draw curtains on it. You can log on to our website, www.ghanatalksradio.com, for more news updates. My name is Sandra Asante. Stay tuned for the Spotted Bit. Enjoy your afternoon. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. GTR Sports. GTR Sports. Join us on GTR for global tidbits and soccer. He's a goal! Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium, what a stadium. For the sported bit on Ghana Talks Radio, I bring it to you, Sandra Asante. So, today, Quillman is set to succeed Van Gaal as Netherlands coach after World Cup. And the player is telling us today that we should never get rid of our technical team, uh, you know, for the Black Stars ahead of Qatar. So, don't go anywhere. We'll be back after the break. Hey, Easter Monday, take over. Ghana Talks Radio and the Koforidia Pool Party. The Easter Monday takeover edition. Air Brian, Air Bustle, our bedtime hotel on the 18th of April 2022. Artists on the bill. Huntakra. Yapono. Tommy Yoga. Another level. Danger Boy. Cat Mr. G. Kwaku Miki. I just play. Anna Johnny K. MC. Kim Kwaku Benson. DJs on the bill. DJ Chan. Anna DJ. Bobby Rich. After party though. Air Basso. Right at Casaba and Grill. Opposite the Bedtime Hotel. Rate 30 cool Ghana cities. Nelson Umetimi at a ticket for two. At 50 Ghana cities. From 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Activities at Mekoso. Our pool party now say. Hey, dance competition. Giveaways. Raffle draw. Anna. Photography. Whoop tickets. And answer reservations are. Fred. 0202-544-614. Tickets are available. Our Bright FM. Eastern FM. Freedom FM. Sunrise FM. Front decks. And the Bedtime Hotel. Ubenye Binsuwa. Tickets.ghanatalksradio.com. Ube Timidi Momo. And answer credit card. Ato. Sponsors. BB Superfine Bakery. Tom's Metal Corporation. Anna GTL Sound. Easter Monday way. The whole Ghana Air Party. Our Koforidia Pool Party. The Easter Monday Takeover. Join us on GTR for global tidbits and soccer. He's a goal! Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium, what a stadium. Welcome back from the break. So five times European champions, Barcelona, they will pay their first visit to Australia to pay uh, 
you know, a very visit to Australia to play a league all-stars team in a friendly in Sydney uh, next month, the club announced today. So the match will take place at Sydney's 80,000-seater uh, Olympic Stadium, yes, on uh, a very own season. We are really excited because this is like a first trial and it's really exciting uh, to see that. So the League All-Stars, they took to uh, the field in 2013 with a match. Then Premier League champions Manchester United are uh, drawing a crowd more than 83,000 as well. So the match will take place at Sydney, you know, on Wednesday, um, May 25th, yes, a few days before the A-League season concludes with the championship. So, but Juventus also visited a year later to play, uh, you know, the All-Stars. But there has not been another match since then. But as we emerge from our third COVID-19 impact football season, Australia and the A-Leagues are once again the destination for uh, the international teams. That is what Danny uh, Townsend, the CEO of A-Leagues and outgoing Sydney FC chief executive, uh, said, according to the Australian newspaper at the age he also further said that one of the world's best teams is taking on the best of the A-League just days before the men's grand final is going to deliver a feast of football for fans in Australia during the grand weekend so that is how it is happening but Ronald Koeman yes talking about Barcelona Ronald Koeman is to return as Netherlands coach when Louise van Gaal leaves the role after the World uh, Cup in Qatar that is what Dutch Daily, yes, the league graph is reporting today. But Ronald Koeman would succeed Louise Van Gaal as Netherlands manager after the end of, uh, you know, this year's World Cup. Van Gaal recently disclosed that he was receiving treatment for prostate cancer. But the 70-year-old former Manchester United manager intends to oversee the Dutch team's fortunes in Qatar in November and December. But Koeman will then take the range for a second spell after signing a contract until 2026 World Cup. So he posted on Twitter and I quote, uh, he said that proud to share, I will be the manager of Netherlands national team again after the WC. That is the World Cup. I am very much looking forward. Let's reach new successes together. We are really proud and happy to know that he will be uh, taking up that managerial role. But South Korean international one in Biom has signed with FC Seoul till June after suspending his contract with Russians, Rubin Kazan, the K-League club, said uh, on Wednesday exactly today. So FIFA announced last month that following the Russian invasion now of Ukraine, all foreign players and coaches at Russian teams now have the right to suspend their contracts until the end of June. Although footballers, yes, international governing body refused to agree on a more permanent solution but the only uh, korean player affected by the announcement was one who plays for rubin kazan in the russian premier league so he was also already in korea to treat an injury when the announcement was made that's really really good for him but latigo madrid coach diego simone was happy with a size defending in tuesday's one go to nail champions league quarterfinals first leg defeat at manchester city but said that they must get a bigger share of possession in the return leg if they are to advance we hope to see if they'll be able to advance to get that you know bigger share of their possession but still on soccer stories manchester city manager prop Guardiola called on his players to control their emotions in their champions league quarterfinals return leg at atletico madrid next week so kevin de bryan's 70th minute goal and city and one go to new win on tuesday and again game that has several flashpoints including an incident in which a prone jagrelish was struck in the head from close range by a clearance from andrew courier so he said we have to control our emotions and do what uh, we have to do yes there will be a referee there and we have to play our game so you know atletico have faced this kind of knockout stages many times and will be a good test for us with the maturity in this game. So that's what Pep Guardiola is telling his men that they shouldn't bring emotions into uh, the game. Uh, so we hope to see 
what they'll be able to do about it. Sometimes it's really hard to deal with these emotions because looking forward to uh, be seeing what you're expecting at the end of the game and it doesn't expect like that for the love of the game, emotions really draw in. But Liverpool manager Jordan Klopp, yes, he praises on Benfica uh, keeper Odessi. Yes, yes, Blaho Demos for defying the English side. A big victory after their three goals to one win in the Champions League quarterfinals first leg on Tuesday. So Kevin De Bruyne's yes, 70th uh, goal uh, earned a city that one particular win uh, in the game that several players back, including an incident that happened with Grealish as well. So they are saying that they definitely have to give him praises for that particular performance. But Matt DTSA says he has stepped aside from his role as ambassador, yes, at former club Southampton. The former midfielder said that uh, he took the step to separate the work uh, he believed in from the relationship with the club. So he on Tuesday, he deleted a tweet suggesting media manipulation in the reporting on the war in Ukraine. So he wrote this one on Twitter, and I quote, My views are my own and always have been, and it is important to take this step today to avoid any confusion. I will always remain a fan and supporter of everything Saints. I can, however, see that due to the recent events, it's important to separate the work I believe in from my relationship with the club. So after deleting the tweets about the war in Ukraine, a 53-year-old said that it was because people were missing the point and insisted that he uh, did not advocate war in any way, shape, or form. So that's what he's saying, that we shouldn't, you know, uh, miss contrasting what he said on what he posted on Twitter. But the Nordic country of Denmark, yes, Finland and Norway and Sweden, has announced today that they will launch a joint bid to host the 2025 European Yes Women's Championship, formally entering uh, a crowded field to secure the tournament. So the joint bid is supported by the Faroe Islands in Iceland, and the final version will be submitted in October. So they said that all Nordic Football Association agree about the importance of organizing major championships in a country, and together we have great ambitions yes for development of women's football that is what carl eric nelson president of the swedish football association they say so poland switzerland ukraine and france are also in the race to host the 16 team event where the winning bid expected to be selected at the end of this year so away from the international soccer stories ghana women's premier league giants hazaka ladies are set to back one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars for participating in the maiden edition of the CAF Women's Championship League. This particular women team is really impeccable. So, sources indicated that the Hazaka ladies will get the above-quoted amount for making it to the finals of the competition. So, the Hazaka ladies, they made it to the final of the competition, which has, uh, was held in November 2021 in Egypt, where the two goes to one victory over Morocco giant as far. So, the dual ladies, yes, were... However, Tharam two goes to nearby South African uh, side. I'm talking of the Mamelodi Sundowns in the final play in November 19th. Uh, 2021 but the defeat crushed Hazaka's dreams of winning the you know uh, quadruple but having already won the Ghana's women's premier league FA Cup and Waffle Zone B championship nonetheless the coach yes Basigi's side received wide plundered for their performance at the CAF women's championship league where the vice president Dr. Mohamedou Baumia leading uh, the pack on that so they're hoping to be getting the $125,000 for you know being amazing on that, but Ghana's president Nanadu Dankwe Kufodo uh, is saying that he believes the Black Stars will be motivated at the 2022 FIFA World Cup after being drawn with Portugal and uh, Uruguay. So, following the draw, which was conducted on uh, you know Friday, April 1st, Ghana was drawn alongside Portugal, Uruguay, and South uh, uh, Korea in Group H, which you know, Apollo Bento, that is the coach for South uh, Korea, saying that uh, he believes that. 
Uruguay and, uh, you know, Portugal are the biggest team. He doesn't see Ghana as such. But the president is saying that he's looking forward. He has a belief that they will be motivated. So there have been several reactions to the draw, with some believing that the Black Stars will aim for revenge against, you know, uh, the Uruguay's following their loss in 2014 and 2010 World Cup, respectively. But president says that he believes those two teams could be motivation. The team needs to perform well at the global showpiece. So let's see if it will be a great you know motivation aside but still on our black stars related stories Gideon Mensah yes who featured in both legs of the World Cup playoffs against Nigeria believes that the current technical team uh, should be maintained for the 2022 World Cup yes prior to the playoffs the Ghana Football Association announced um a four-man technical uh, team comprising interim head coach Otto Ajo, assistant coaches Didi Jomani uh, and George Watson, and technical advisor Chris Hilton on that. So after achieving the sole mandate of scoring qualification to the uh, football mundial, there have been calls, you know, from Ghanaians to extend the contract of the technical team. So President Jacobo also uh, has led such calls, and he believes that all four technical members should be kept for the World Cup before a long-term decision is made. But Mensa, I'm talking of Gideon Mensa, also high uh, high praises for the technical staff on how uh, they went about the preparations for the Nigerian game. Let's check it out. So, I mean, um, me being a player, uh, being part of the team, yeah, we, we love the atmosphere. Um, around this, this three, uh, these three coaches. I mean, Billy Ramani, Kotoadu, and George Watson. So, um, and and the main part of of this whole thing is um is is for them giving me the confidence and then giving me the belief that um uh, this is this is what we want you to do and then this is this is how we want you to play. They gave me they gave me a role in the team, not just as as a young boy who is coming to the team, but they they gave me a role in the team and they gave me uh, the trust. So, um. I mean, moving up, I would, I would, I would, I would love to work with um, coaches like this, you know, and then um, um, going to the World Cup where I know is the, the biggest stage. Um, I think, I think um, it will be more easier for us if we, if we still go with this, uh, with this, um, this whole team. I mean, the players, most of the players, and then also the technical team. So, I think um, if you're gonna. That was, you know, Gideon Mentor player saying that, you know, the technical team for the Black Stars should be maintained uh, ahead of Qatar 2022. So away from soccer stories in Atlantis now and as the spring of 2020 and uh, uh, Ocean Jones is standing on a piece of plywood in the middle of the world field. So the country is in lockdown and the athlete who holds the world men's hammer record has had adapt uh, his training schedules and returning home uh, to the family fans. But today he came out to say that, yes, he wants people to know that he is part of the LGBTQ community yes that is what welch hammer thrower is saying uh today so the under slater gray skies the countryside stretching out before him jones prepares to set another throw off into the distance let's listen to him something wasn't clear cut to me and then kind of when i decided to come out it was just something i was it was the first time that i'd really kind of set sat and kind of thought about it and then kind of realized I was kind of dealing with a lot of kind of internalized homophobia pros and really not okay with the idea of kind of not being kind of straight. Um, and for me, it was kind of a real struggle because I kind of watched loads of kind of coming out videos on YouTube and whatever, listened to different podcasts and stuff before I came out. And, and like everyone said how amazing it felt afterwards, but like I didn't get that feeling at all. And in part because I didn't I didn't talk about it at all, you know, I was trying to qualify for the Olympics last year and kind of had that kind of in the kind of that was my main main goal, I suppose, and then kind of because I really wasn't kind of being open and honest with so that was uh, Jones telling us what it is. It is it is what it is. That's what his decision is. And definitely uh, the fans will have to embrace it. So in tennis today, Nick Carriott of Australia, yes, used the three sets to defeat American Mackenzie McDonald for 6-6-3-6 for Tuesday in the first round of the Fayas Seraphim and Co. Yes, U.S. Men's Clay Quarter Championship in Houston. So playing as a wild card, yes, Carriott earned his first claim a win on since 2019. 
2019. He has most recently made a stellar run at the Miami uh, Open, but was fined uh, 35000 for on sportsman-like behavior during his round of 16 uh, defeats. So American uh, wildcard, American wildcard, I'm um, talking of J.J. Wolf knocked off countryman's and eight seed Jason Brisby, 6-4, under. So Wolf dialed up four acres and won three of the six break point opportunities against uh, Brisby on that. So clean feet also uh, seed, I'm talking of uh, Trillian Fifth seed Christian Guerin also came back to beat American wildcard entrant Jack Sock 4663.75. While sixth seeded Francis Tiafo defeated also uh, U.S. countryman Marcos Guerin 6464 on that. So that's how it happened on them. So in F1 to the six time MotoGP champion Mark. Marquez, yes, will return to action at this weekend's Grand Prix on um of the Americas in Houston, Texas, following his recovery from double vision suffered after a crash in Indonesia. Honda said that today. So Marquez did not race at the Indonesian Grand Prix, you know, the second uh, round of the season after crashing the warm-up session and also sat out at the Argentine Grand Prix a week ago. So the 29-year-old suffered a similar episode at the end of the season after the concussion uh, sustained in the training crash. So he is really fit and back now, and we have Happy to receive him. So the Honda said in a statement that Marquez was returning after consultation and clearance from his medical uh, team. So Marquez really expressed that on a quote. Of course, I am very happy to be back. It is a great feeling to return and especially to do it at one of my favorite tracks. We have some work to do after missing two races and the whole Argentina weekend. So am I not here to set one target at the moment? There is many things, you know, uh, to do and consider but the important thing is that we are back on the bike this weekend of course congratulations going out to mark for returning because the fans were actually you know excited at the fact that he was not participating uh in any of the grand prix is really excited to know that he'll be participating uh this weekend so Rugby today, environmental organization Greenpeace today urged organizers of the 2023 Rugby World Cup to exclude Ireland Gas Group, I'm talking of Total Energies, from its list of official sponsors, notably because it did not exist. Russian, yes, following Moscow's invasion of Ukraine. So in an open letter to Claudie Atcher, general manager of the 2023 Rugby World Cup in France, Greenpeace wrote, and I call the sponsoring of the 2023 Rugby World Cup was already a real aberration in view of the climate emergency. It is uh, all the more aberrant as oil and gas major maintains its activities in Russia, taking the risk of participating in the financing of Vladimir Putin's war. So, uh, Total Energy Suites has stake in several Russian projects has come under criticism after a stop short of joining rivals Shell and BP in planning to divest oil and gas, uh, you know, assets in Russia. So, the rugby world. Uh, cup organizers did not immediately respond uh, to a request for comments, but in a mail, the end, Total Energy said that in choosing Total Energies as official sponsor of the 2023 Rugby World Cup in France, the organization committee is trusting an historical partner of French rugby and a player engaged in energy transition. That is that they are working to make this event environmentally virtuous through a decarbonated mobility plan and the supply of green energy. So it is news that, you know, uh, they want to drop uh, Total Energy uh, from rugby cup sponsors that is uh you know the information are uh, reaching our uh, sports uh, today so that's how it is they don't want to because of the you know, russian invasion of ukraine but it is what it is a lot of sanctions on russian and all that so I've been reminding you to join the Ghana Talks Radio Predict and Win Game. Yes, you have to join it to win yourself a guaranteed 200 Ghana cities. You don't need any money to, you know, predict. Just predict what you're expecting or what you know that might be the result at the end of various games that will be uh, given to you. So download the Ghana Talks Radio app. Yes, via Apple um, iOS or Google Play Store and also you can visit our website www.ghanatalksradio.com uh, and join in to win yourself that money because e-levy is here there were a lot of you know hardships and you have to win on a good note as well thank you so much for joining me uh on the sports tidbits on ghana talks radio the 20 hits countdown is up next take two
Of course, it's time for the Entertainment Hub on Ghana Talks Radio. It's been exciting, you know. Today is a beautiful Wednesday, and it's time to get the gist from your favorite celebrities. You know, get informed, get entertained to know what's up with them. But before we start today, I would like to wish my friend Salome Mame Esa Asari a very beautiful birthday, girl. You deserve it. You deserve all the beautiful things in the world, and I'm wishing you a happy, happy birthday. You know, money is important. You love you and stuff. So, you know, we pray that God gives you a lot of money so that, you know, you'll be happy in the world. So, that's it. We go straight to the stories today. And this wedding, this particular engagement, this particular couples, you know, in the story today, they told us they are actually married, but no, they are not. Do you know who I'm talking about? I'm talking about Courtney Kardashian and Travis Baker. But before we get to the lying part of the story, these two had one major requirement for their wedding day and refused to wait until it was secure. The keeping out with the Kardashian stars major rule included the officiant, and according to page six, yes, it was to have an Elvis impersonation officiates the ceremony in full i never seen any holy thing being alive before but recalling the moment before the big exchange of vows the owner of the chapel marty furison recalled that we have a celebrity coming in from the awards show and want us to uh, make sure you are open so courtney and travis attended the grammys on sunday night and we look at our reviews you are the five-star chapel so we know it's nice but you can get us elvis marty recall being asked by kardashian and baker so this is what they're telling us today that you know their togetherness on relenting wedding requirements the chapel owner is telling us today but we come back to them but later right now Meghan Markle is speculated to discuss problematic areas of her life in new podcasts. I'm waiting for that podcast because, you know, Meghan and controversies is just everywhere. So Meghan, who is always set to go solo with Summer Show, yes, actually types is predicted to address her thorny relationship with Father Thomas Markle. I've never seen a dad who treats, you know, a daughter like this before, but it is what it is. Royal expert Neil Shen said on his YouTube channel, and I quote, Megan, I just plan to introduce topics perhaps about motherhood, parenting, and family relations, which will be addressed head on. And, you know, Thomas Markle is the head of that big podcast, and I'm hoping uh, that, you know, it won't bring any issues for people Pierce Morgan, the hater of Megan, to get in there. But in an official trailer release ahead of the show, the mother of two is Porter saying that, and I quote, this is how we talk about women, the words that raise our girls, and how the media reflect women back to us. But where do these stereotypes come from? And how do we keep showing up and defining our lives? So we get, we get to know all these things in it. But Japanese director, I'm talking of Yusuke Magachuki, Whose driver, my car, yes, who drive my car, won this year's Best International Film Oscar. Uh, that's what they said on Tuesday, that he is ready to take on the challenge of a Hollywood blockbuster. How is that possible? Asian dream blockbuster. They see, you know, some errand. They were shooting them and it would take like five hours for them to die. And he's ready for blockbuster. Block Hollywood, they do, you know, real good job. So... The 43-year-old said that he was still in shock over the film's Oscar win. So until the very last minute, I was convinced that the Oscars in my life were two things that uh, had absolutely nothing in common. That's what he's saying. So winning an Oscar, he's ready to, you know, build back in that. So we could see, you know, season two of Drive My Car in a very, very exciting Hollywood-like version. And we will love it more. But Princess Diana... She is not alive, but a story is here. She was pleased with her Martin Bashir tell or interviews despite comments that suggest otherwise. That is what our royal experts are saying today. So biographer Tina Brown in her book, Royal Family, the friends of Diana admits that her sources revealed that the princes of Wales were more than happy with the 
panorama interview and said exactly what she wanted to portray so whatever that is saying about it if she's alive or not to talk about it royal expert is telling us today so gulu lavani who dated diana in her lifetime told miss brown and i quote diana said that she had no regrets about the interview and made clear that she had said exactly what she wanted to say on camera did did she receive that in in his dream did she receive that in her dream i'm just saying but that's what you're telling us so diana's friends who also added that she didn't have a bad word to say about martin but sure despite uh, the interview being secured under false pretenses so they said she wanted to say exactly what she said in the interview but selena gomez is here lyricist and songwriter selena gomez highlights her personal you know thoughts surrounding her social media haters as well as it impact i've never seen a celebrity who can go off social media like that so she yes addressed it all in the good morning america parents and admitted that she has been away from it all uh for over four years now so she dabbed it akin to therapy and admitted it's been an amazing way to cope with mental health woes so the single was also quoted saying that it has changed her life completely she is happier and she's more present and connect with uh people yes connecting with people is uh you know the 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 good thing to do but nowadays social media doesn't even give people the chance to do that but victoria beckham is really scared here and she is saying that she's having a hard time yes coming to terms with recent bloggery at her london home yes an insider has revealed that the former spies girl is always worried about her family after the shocking incident and refuses to stay home with her husband david beckham so that's what it's really not easy going through that trauma and you know footballers have been being there have been a lot of thefts connecting footballers uh, you know the husband is footballer former footballer as well so it's really uh, sad that she is going through a vacation now not worried about being in the London home and refusing to stay there without a David's. That's what an uh, hit magazine is saying that they had the state of art security in place already, but they're ramping it up even more. The insider said that Victoria has been having nightmares and feels jumpy even during the day. Oh, that's really sad. If you're a fan of her, definitely pray for her. But away from you know getting scared, the couples they were dating some few months ago and they came back with a shock that they have split it up. I'm talking of Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello. So Sean Mendes has an undeniable love for Camila Cabello, and uh, it is his truth. That is what he is telling us today that he has, you know, undying, undeniable, you know, never touching love for Camilla in as much as they split it. So speaking on air with Ryan, yes, Sakura's during an interview, the 23-year-old singer shared that he is still sure is deep friendship with the former girlfriend of uh two years so he said uh we are so friendly i mean i love camilla first for so many years and that's never gonna change so even after breakup or before breakup at the end of the verge of breaking up he's saying he still loves her so speaking about his new song when you were gone yesterday i told you that fans were connecting to it that oh, is it because they got splitting up that's where when you are gone that is their new collaborative song came to light so which he admits addresses his breakup with the havana songstress or the fans you know the fans the fans are really powerful i love fans or celebrities a lot because they love them from the bottom of their hearts and they can know and feel and sense the truth in there so sean is saying that that particular song that is coming up when you're gone as actually about his breakup with the Havana songstress, I'm talking of Camilla Cabello. So he added that I think it's really just the process and the complexity of that, the complexity of knowing something is better and still wanting to hold on, and all the reasons why I really am glad to be able to just be real and authentic with my music because it is, you know, cathartic for me too. So that's what uh, Shawn Mendes is saying that even if all this, you know, when you're gone is about it and these two people they are collaborating ah they started with senorita to tell us about their love and they are ending with when you're gone after breaking up i love kabila Cabello and sean mendez the best couple in the history so cordy kardashian and travis baker they are here again and they tied the knot in a surprise ceremony in las vegas while the official photos of the couple have not yet been released 
One Love Wedding Chapel owner shares what really happened during the ceremony. So Marty Furson uh, tells the people that the husband and wife could not get their hands off each other. There were uh, there, there was a lot of that kissing and hugging. They barely came up for air. That's what he said. So Marty shared the lovebirds have caught ahead of arriving at the venue and asked if the chapel was available. So they paid and they requested that Elvis Presley impersonator uh, that was mandatory he continues saying that i called back five minutes later and was like i got an elvis so for the couple first and say that it was important to them to have uh the vegas experience so was it a real vegas experience or not that someone got an opportunity to you know be closer to the queen as she's telling us that she was actually scared i'm talking of mary mccartney the daughter of paul mccartney has revealed that she was scared when uh, she was asked to take a portrait of queen elizabeth how come there's opportunity to be scary i don't understand but but it was the most scared as i was the most scared ever i uh, have been that's what mary said according to daily Mail plus it took to the shorts of the queen to mark the longest reigning british monarch so she said i was waiting in a hallway in the palace when in my mind I had this sort of out-of-body nervous moment. That is what the publication quotes of the 52-year-old are saying. So on the 6th of February this year, the Queen became the first British monarch to celebrate a platinum jubilee, marking 70 years of service to the people. This is making history in history. Queen Elizabeth is amazing. So the Platinum Jubilee of Elizabeth II has been celebrated in 2022 in the Commonwealth to mark the 70th anniversary of the accession of Queen Elizabeth II. Yes, on 6th of February 1952. So the celebration plans were uniformly you know, unveiled in full by Buckingham Palace on 10th of January 2022. So the fake marriage couples are here, and Courtney Kardashian and Travis Baker reportedly eloped in Las Vegas and married for fun with source revealing that the couple isn't officially wedded yet. Were they having part one? of marriage fun i don't know what that is but this comes just hours after news of the couple trying uh you know tying the knot started doing the rounds however the source close to was quick to offer a clarification to pig six so they had a ceremony but on paper it's not illegal yet that's what the insiders spilled insiders why are they always spilling the truth the people don't want to talk about it, but they will definitely bring it out. So they had a ceremony, but on paper, it's not legal yet. That's what we've been told. So the claim is also corroborated by the Clerk County Marriage License and Certificate Records, which revealed that Courtney and Travis never sold a marriage license to make it official. So they just got married for fun. I think I should try that too. It wouldn't be bad. But Megan and Harry, they are here. And the actuals foundation they have issued a statement on the new report on the impact of you know covid pandemic on women so the statement issued on the organization's website uh last week our friends at the that's what they're saying uh, last week of friends at the national women's law center that is nwlc released a new report that provides a timely snapshot of the continuing multifaceted impact of covid19 pandemic on women and mothers so while men have returned to the workforce at the pre-pandemic levels the report finds 1.1 million fewer women yes are in labor force today than in february 2020 so the statement said nwlc also draws a new national survey data to you know uh, detail the disproportionate mental economic and health burdens on women all women, women, they are always uh, suffering in a lot of ways. But particularly among black women, Latinas and other women of color, who as a result of the pandemic are more likely to be managing caregiving responsibilities, uh, you know, navigating loss of household incomes, dealing with food insecurities and battling mental health issues as well. That is really important. So, you know, uh, Megan, uh, Mark and Harry,
sorry, they reacted to this report impact on women. It's not that easy to go through that, but it is what it is. And coming down from international to a very own sensational, yes, Kukul, the traveler I'm talking of Black Sharif says that he is determined to remain at the top and make his fans proud as he attacks to produce more hard-hitting songs. We know that from day one. This guy has been sensational from, you know, someone one to someone two. Maybe we haven't someone 10 years, but right now he's really trending with Kuku the Traveler. Indeed, he is a traveler traveling from, you know, um, uncertainty to certainty is really amazing so black Sharif's recent single kuku the traveler hasn't been making waves since it released on thursday making it uh way to the top rank uh, songs on apple music that's the first in uh ghana and fourth in nigeria so the never rocking single is also trending on various uh digital platforms including boomplay audiomark spotify youtube and among others so according to black Sharif, who recently won four accolades out of three music awards he was aware of the responsibility that comes with being on a-list artists having said that uh, he said i will not let my fans down and they should keep supporting me of course they would definitely support you because they love you and they, they believe in your efforts and your skills as well so you know kudos to black sheriff he has been amazing you know being an artist in ghana precisely it's not that easy if you create songs if you produce songs for you know a month and you try to just sleep for another month but then another time you become you won't notify you as an artist yes the guineas understand but half musician keke fosu has labeled his friend and fellow songs i'm talking of coffee in tea as a useless musician i've never seen any useless musician before but let's listen to the reason why he's saying that so the duo who started music together in the 1990s and have a lot of hit songs together have not been on good terms for years so coffee into speaking in an interview yes he tried to paint uh, a picture as if everything was fine until KK Fosu called into the program. So when KK Fosu was asked if he had any good real message for his brother, who is believed to have started his music career, he responded that he does not waste time on useless musicians. Oh, it was on air. I'm telling you, you can imagine how bad it will be. So he said, I don't waste my time on useless musicians. I vow uh, to myself never to speak on this issue. So I'm sorry I made a comment on it now so uh he's saying that mm -mm, that he doesn't have time for useless musicians but talking about useless musicians and talking about issues that are happening and celebrities in the country they don't like i'm talking of popular Ghanaian actress lydia forson this lady and the president of ghana i think they have to separate them they shouldn't leave them at one hole because she's definitely gonna be the president i'm telling you this one so she has berated the, I'm talking of President Kufado's led administration in reaction to the recent interview the president granted to the BBC. So in the post on Twitter handle, she lamented that the government's excuses for everything that uh, it will crucify the at-war opposition National Democratic Congress for be before, you know, assuming the reign of the country. So she has been one of, uh, you know, the voices to the people of Ghana saying that this Kufuado-led administration is the worst in, you know, in the history of governance. So quoting a tweet from the official Twitter handle of the BBC Africa, which captures President Kufuado's interview, the actress said that the excuses of the government was like being loud in class and justifying that uh, that exams were tough for everyone so she is saying that the president should find solutions to the problems and you know uh, he should stop giving excuses so she said excuses 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 but it's like being uh, in the class but insisting that it was tough exams for everyone uh, you failed while others passed so it's really interesting how this government has excuses for the very things that they crucify the ndc for so that's what she's saying that all the things that would be happening before when the new uh you know national democratic congress were in governance is the same thing that is repeating so the government should find solution to it once and for all and stop giving excuses but i don't know how this thing is gonna work how it's gonna be because you know 
a lot of things a few increment and all that there is nothing has been done already now i feel like since this is inception there is nothing that can stop but we hope that you know the country will have a good standard of living and we all be happy so being happy yes i'm leaving you with happiness yeah because dj copyright will be with you and the studios to take you on that musical drive so don't go anywhere stick and stay with ghana talks radio this has been the entertainment hub on ghana talks radio with me sandra Asante, enjoy your evening. I'll see you tomorrow.